Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hey everyone and welcome back to Round the Cauldron. My name is Megan and I'm here to shed light on a Wicca from a modern perspective. This podcast is produced every Monday, sometimes educational, sometimes philosophical, and always honest. So grab some coffee, pull up a seat, and join me round the cauldron. So hey everyone, thank you for joining me here for this episode. Um, I'm not going to keep track of how many episodes I'm on now because that's not something that I feel like doing. So that's that. Um, Before we hop into it, let me just take a second to say hello to any new listeners out there. I'm glad you're here. I hope you enjoy listening to this podcast as much as I enjoy making it. Don't forget that you can leave a review wherever you listen to help other people find the podcast. And besides the podcast, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Round the Cauldron, on Twitter at Round the Cauldron without the D, and at my website, roundthecauldron.com, where you can find show notes and links for each episode. I also have a shop where you can get a tarot reading or one of my crocheted crystal pouches. I'm also working on some new and exciting items, so keep an eye out for those too. Um, And lastly, you can help support this podcast for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash roundthecauldron, where you get exclusive patron-only perks. So for announcements, today um, my giveaway ended on the 29th, and I just wanted to say congratulations to the winner, Mike, is the winner, and um, that has been shipped out to him, and I heard his wife is pretty excited about it. (laughs) So thank you to everybody who took the time to enter the giveaway. I will be holding more, um, just not at this particular moment, Um, but Make sure that you're following me on Instagram and you like my page on Facebook because those are typically the places where I will announce those giveaways. Um, probably on Twitter too, but I'm more I'm more of a lurker on Twitter. I don't post a lot. I don't know. That's how I am on social media, anyways. Um. So yeah. I wanted to apologize also for not having an episode last week um, with everything that really has been going on, Um, traveling down to California for a funeral, and then my sister came from Florida to visit, and so we've just really, we had a lot going on, Um, and I didn't have the mental capacity to sit down and record an episode. So that's that. Um... Today I wanted to talk about the idea of responsibility and accountability. 
Now this idea was brought on by something that actually happened at my daughter's swim lesson. Um, so for her swim lesson at the pool that we go to here locally, um, it's one, two, three, four, like six classes all at once. And each class has between, I don't know, two and six children. Um, and for every two or three kids, there is an instructor. So I was sitting on the bleachers in front of one of the preschool classes, uh, cause of the way the, the pool was set up, I couldn't sit directly by my daughter's class. Um, which that's okay. But I was sitting on the bleachers in front of one of the preschool classes and all of a sudden I look over and I hear like splashing and the lifeguard is reaching for a kid and the both of the instructors for that class were out a ways from the wall of the pool with children in their arms. So the lifeguard is reaching for a kid, the instructor sees and sort of has to take a few steps back towards the child, grab the child out from underneath the water and get them out of the pool and then this kid's mom stood up and, you know, rushed to the side of the pool and was holding and hugging her kid and she was upset and the other parents were upset. But being a parent myself, you know, obviously I was worried about the child, obviously. But I also know that all the children were given rules to follow. And one of the very first rules that they told you every day that you went to swim lessons was two hands on the wall at all times and do not let go unless you are like in the arms of the instructor two hands on the wall, don't let go because it's water and water can be dangerous, especially for children. So the idea of accountability came about because of how upset the mom was and how upset some of the other parents were. But one of my first thoughts is how come you're not watching your child? You know, just because you take your child to swim lessons the, the instructors have other children they have to keep an eye on too. And your job as a parent, when you're there, is not to sit there on the bleachers and be turned around and chatting with the other parents or playing on your phone or reading a book or whatever. Your job is to keep an eye on your child. Because yes, there are lifeguards, there are other instructors, but there's also like 30 kids in the pool. And not everyone is going to see everything. So you keep an eye on your kid and just be an extra set of eyes. And so when, once that was all over and the kid was out of the pool and his mom had him and he was, you know, crying and they took him into the, into the locker room, into the lobby, calmed him down, made sure he was okay. Not even 20 minutes later, it happened again in the same class with a different child. But this time, that kid's parent was paying attention and she got to her child before the lifeguard did. 
and that's what you're supposed to do. Well, I mean, obviously the lifeguard is there to watch all the children, but the lifeguard is watching 20 plus kids. You just need to keep your eye out on one. So you watch out for your kid and you take accountability and responsibility and you be a parent. And you don't sit there and socialize when children under the age of five in that class are in the pool and none of them can touch the ground, even in the shallow end. So that's where the idea for this episode came in. Um, Also, it has a lot to do with things that are going on at work with people who are twice my age or older finding other people to blame for their mistakes and not taking responsibility and owning up when they do make a mistake and taking the action needed to take to correct it. So that's another reason. This seems to be a theme that I'm I'm getting at um, these, these last couple of weeks. And you might be wondering, what the heck does this have to do with religion and Wicca and spirituality? Well, it can have a lot to do with it, especially when the information that we are provided on the internet and in books isn't always the best. So you want to make sure that you're taking the accountability for your actions and the things that you're doing. Um, yeah, so this this episode might get kind of rambly. I don't have any notes in front of me um, because it's currently 7.30 in the morning um, on July 4th and I have today off. So I thought I'd take advantage of the morning and I'm also kid free this week. So, <laughs> um, oh, that's another thing. I've got a bunch of things that I want to do and I have to take the accountability for doing them or not doing them. Cause I always get bummed out when I have things that I really wanted to do but then I get stuck in the cycle of, oh, look, this video is funny on Facebook, or, oh, look, this article is interesting, or, oh, look, let's watch five episodes of this TV show on Netflix and veg out and then fall asleep, you know? It's, I, I need to take the responsibility and the accountability for myself to do the things that I want to do, especially if I'm going to take round the cauldron where I want it to go. So, connecting this back to Wicca and paganism and spirituality, um, the first thought is with your magic and spells that you cast. And I know we talked about um, the threefold law in a previous episode. If you haven't listened to that episode, Um, You should go back and listen to episode number, what number is that episode? Oh, it is uh, episode number five. Go back and listen to episode number five about the threefold law. Um, Now, while I might not take the threefold law literally, I am... A logical person and I do know that every action has a e- can have an equal and opposite reaction um, and the same the same can be said for the energy that you are using in your spell work um, now that's not necessarily to say that if you curse somebody you're gonna turn around and be cursed too 
Um, what I mean is more along the lines of you're doing a spell and you use a wrong ingredient, something that doesn't correspond with what you're actually doing, or the spell doesn't work, or you mess it up somehow. Um, I mean, that's, that's possible. And a lot of times people will be first to say like, oh, it's not my fault. The moon wasn't in the right phase or I was, I got distracted or I was interrupted, um, things like that. And while some of those are valid reasons, like being interrupted, that's, I don't practice a lot of spell work because I don't have, I don't have a space to do it necessarily. Um, where I won't be interrupted by something or someone. Um, so I just don't do it. Because for me, it requires a lot more focus and concentration. And honestly, constantly being interrupted by a six-year-old doesn't bode well for concentrating. Um, so I take accountability for that. And I take responsibility and say, yeah, I don't do spells very often, but look, here's why. So you got to have, you got to have the maturity to step up and know when you've made a mistake and know that uh, you need to take the action to correct the mistake if you can or do what you can to rectify the situation, but also take responsibility for it and know that it, whatever, whatever happened, it might've been preventable uh, learn from your mistake, how you can improve going forward. Now, this also holds true for any other practice in the history of forever. So, like, if you want to, if you want to meditate and you want to get really good at meditation and you want to be able to get yourself into that mindset super fast, well, if you don't practice and you don't take up a daily meditative practice the time for yourself set aside to do the work you're not going to get better so when you don't get better there's no one to blame but yourself for not taking the time to practice unless you physically cannot find the time to practice to me that's part of being mature and knowing when you could have done things differently and gotten the result that you wanted. Now, another thing that uh, comes into play here with the accountability and responsibility is the spread of information. Now, I will be the first to tell you that I messed up or that I got something wrong because it happens. I don't know everything. If I did know everything, I mean, I probably... <laughs> probably wouldn't need to work my uh, nine to five and I could just sell my information to everybody if I knew everything. Um, but anyways, I'll be the first to tell you if I mess up or make a mistake and I will own up to that and do better next time. So I see this a lot in other communities where someone says something, somebody else tells them that they're wrong and why they're wrong. And then the original person completely disagrees and doesn't own up to the fact that they could possibly be wrong. 
and doesn't want to change their mind about what they're doing or what they're saying or what they believe. And I know that that can be difficult sometimes if you've got this belief and it's just been ingrained in you since day one or for, you know, for your whole life, as long as you can remember. And then someone comes along and tells you that you might be wrong and gives you reasons why you might be wrong. Those beliefs can be hard to change. That's just human nature. So this is a practice that, this is something that needs to be practiced, but it's hard to practice if it never happens, right? So this is, this is a reason why I encourage healthy discussion and healthy debate about these topics. And then one thing I won't stand for is me saying something like, say, for example, I say that the sky is blue right? I know the sky to be blue because I can see the color blue and I see that the sky is blue and I can use my eyeballs and they work right. Somebody else comes up and they say, no, the sky is red. What are you doing? You're crazy. Like, are you stupid? But they don't tell me why they see the sky as red or why I might be wrong. They just brush me off, tell me I'm wrong, and then insult me. That's not something that I'm going to stand for in any community in any discussion and you got to take responsibility for the discussions that you're having and you got to take the accountability so the person that says that the sky is red they could have done in this situation something different and said actually I see the sky as red I don't know why I see the sky as red and you see it as blue but maybe one of us is wrong or maybe we're both right or maybe we're both wrong I have no idea where I was going with that Oh, random thought um, about accountability and responsibility. I see these things all the time where, let's use myself as an example, because I used to say, I used to say things like that, like this. Um, I'm a Scorpio and Scorpios are known for being hardheaded and bitchy and just cold and abrasive let's use that word um so when people would call me out on my behavior I would mostly jokingly say oh it's not my fault I'm a Scorpio (laughs) no that ain't how it works just because you're a Scorpio doesn't mean you get to act like a bitch okay that's not how it works you you can't use something as an excuse for your crappy behavior when you don't try to change a crappy behavior to begin with now, I've come a long way in this. There are still times where I'm like, well, I can't help it. I'm a Scorpio. However, it's, it's in a different perspective now. And it has more to do with my thoughts and less to do with my actions. Because I have grown and I've learned how to take responsibility and accountability for my own actions. Does it get hard sometimes? Of course it does, because nobody wants to admit that they screwed up. But that's part of growing and that's part of maturing and developing your cognitive function. And, you know, I find it kind of interesting in my Google searches on this topic that there's not a lot written about accountability within Wicca. There, there is some stuff written about accountability in witchcraft, but a lot of it is... A lot of it has to do with like the love and light and 
peace be with you sort of witchcraft and not traditional witchcraft or um, British traditional witchcraft or any other witchcraft that really doesn't frown upon using baneful magic, um, which, you know, that's, that's fine. Um, it's just funny to me that there's not a lot written about accountability within Wicca because of the Wiccan read and the, um, the charge of the god and the charge of the goddess. You know, there's a lot that could be said about accountability within your craft and your spiritual growth. And one of the first things that comes to my mind is uh, our environmental impact. Because as Wiccans, most of us, most of us are very environmentally friendly. Um, We try to live as green as possible. We take care of earth and the plants and the nature and the animals. But we don't have a lot of accountability and responsibility for it. You know, and I know a lot a lot will have to do with um, socioeconomics, depending on where where you range in your income level and what is what you are capable of doing. So like for me, you know, I try to live as eco-friendly as possible. I recycle, you know, I, I plant gardens. I have plants and trees and vegetables and stuff growing. Um, I have a compost bin, but I have access to all of that. However, I also drive a vehicle at least 50 miles a day because I have to work and I don't have the funds to get an eco-friendly vehicle or ride my bike because I'm not riding a bike 25 miles to work and 25 miles back from work. That would take me forever and it's not... It's not really plausible, um, especially here in Central Oregon, where one minute it's like bright and sunny and hot, and the next minute it's pouring down rain and hail and super duper windy. It's it's just not plausible. And and I know that I take responsibility for the things that I do and do not do. I know that driving a car fifty miles a day isn't the greatest thing to do for air quality and earth and all of that but at this point there's not much I can do about it because I can't afford to just go out and buy an electric vehicle that's I just can't and then I know there's people who have very limited funds and they recycle as much as they can but they also have to do their shopping at Dollar Tree which used to be me, guys. I used to have to get all the paper plates and the paper towels and the cheap stuff because that's all I could afford. Even now, like, that's so ingrained in my head that I need to be frugal and shop cheap because I had to do it for so long. Even though I know that it's not the most environmentally friendly thing to do because all that stuff just ends up in the landfill. That's a hard cycle to break, and I recognize that. And I take accountability whenever I throw away a paper plate or use a paper towel. I know what I'm doing. 
and I, I have to accept what I'm doing because it's what I have to do in this moment. And with Wicca and accountability comes the, the Wiccan read, and it harm none, do what you will. In my opinion, some people take this way too far. Way too far. And they take it and they push it on other Wiccans. And they push it on other witches. Which, don't do that. Please don't do that. Not every witch is Wiccan. And they, not every witch follows the Wiccan read. Or has a tenant like that that, that they follow based on their beliefs. Um, so take accountability for take accountability for that action, please, and quit doing it. But we need to know that, as our read states, and it harm none, do what ye will. When we do have to harm something, we need to take accountability for that, and we need to recognize what it is that we're doing and why we're doing it. So for me, like driving my car. I have to drive my car to work. When I moved here to Oregon and got into got got hired at the industry that I have an education in, the only position was in a town 25 miles away from me. So that's what I had to do because I mean I needed a job. I needed to work. I have to earn money and pay my bills. You know? That's something that has to be done. But I recognize that driving my car that much does have an impact on the world around me. And if I had the option, I wouldn't do it. I would find better modes of transportation. But with the way my life is right now, and the things that I have to do, and the things I'm responsible for, it's just not going to work. Maybe one day, I won't have to do it. And I'll be able to work at home the way I want. That's also something that I'm learning how to take accountability for. And be responsible enough to know that if freelance work and this podcast and all the stuff that I'm creating is something that I want to do and make it sustainable for me, you know, I have to put my effort into it. Which is new for me. Kind of. I mean, it's it's a lot different than waking up in the morning, getting ready, and going to work for someone else. I have to take the accountability for myself and know that if I'm going to be successful in freelance work, I have to be self-motivated. And that's hard. That's hard to do for somebody that's never done it before. But hey, I'm, I'm trying. So circling this back around to Faith and Wicca... Your spiritual growth is also something that you need to be responsible for and take accountability for. So, like I said earlier, um, if you've got something that you want to do or get better at, but you're not taking the time or finding the time or doing it at all, you're the one responsible for for the hindrance of your spiritual growth. Not anybody else around you. Unless, obviously, if there's extenuating circumstances, that's different and that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about my example where, hey, I really want to write some more of my book that I'm writing, but this 
TV show is super duper interesting, so I think I'm just going to do this instead. That's not helping me. That's just going to make me feel bad later when I realize, oh, hey, I didn't write anything today. Or I didn't do anything today that I should have done. Instead, I watched TV or I played on my phone. The same thing can be said about your spiritual growth and your faith. If you don't take the time or find the time wherever possible to do the things that you want to do and get better and better yourself, better your understanding of the world around you, better your understanding of the gods, and better your understanding of the faith, nothing's going to change. You're not going to grow, you're not going to develop, and you're just going to stay stuck in the rut that you're in. Until next time, everyone. Bye! So I just wanted to say thanks again for taking the time out of your day to listen to my podcast. Um, It really means a lot to me that a lot of you listen. And as long as you get something out of what I have to say, I'm happy and I'm doing my job. Don't forget that you can reach out to me um, through email, direct message. My email is roundthecauldron at gmail.com. Send me any questions, comments, or suggestions. I don't bite and I will always be here to listen and help if I can. I am going to be starting a newsletter that goes out every full moon, Um, so keep an eye out for that on my website. Um, I think I'm going to do something along the lines of if you subscribe to the newsletter, you get a discount code for my shop. I haven't completely decided yet, but keep an eye at roundthecauldron.com for that. Um, Please also consider supporting this podcast through Patreon at patreon.com slash roundthecauldron for as little as a dollar a month where you can get patron-only exclusives, and these include uh, early access to episodes before they go live. Follow the show on social media and at roundthecauldron.com where you'll find educational articles, show notes, links, and more. Mm